Khan. He's the president of All Elite Wrestling, AEW Dynamite, Wednesday nights on TBS, and he's the chief football strategy officer for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tony, good to have you with us. Hey, Tony. Hey, great to be on. Thanks for having me on today. First of all, by the way, saw you in the locker room video when Doug Peterson's handing out game balls. Very cool. Congratulations to you and your father. Thank you very much. It meant a lot. Uh, that was a huge win for the Jaguars, and it was a great season. I'm actually in Alabama right now at the Senior Bowl. Uh, we're doing work on scouting, getting ready for the NFL draft, and then uh, I'll be heading to AEW tomorrow there in Ohio. We have AEW live on TBS Wednesday night, tomorrow night on TBS in Dayton, Ohio. Very nice. Are you guys at uh, Wright State University? I'm guessing. Yeah, we're at the Nutter Center. Okay, good. Yeah, good that's, a, that's a nice that's facility. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Just, I, I have a million questions I want to ask you. First, let's let's just talk about professional wrestling and where it's heading right now. And it seems like the future is up. And I mean, for a young organization like you have right now, relative to to other organizations that are out there, where are we going with this right now? Because it seems like the opportunity to grow, especially for you, is right there in front of you. It's a really exciting time in pro wrestling. Uh, the media rights in recent years for pro sports have increased and pro wrestling is one of the most watched sports in America. And for a long time, there was only one company for the last 20 years or so uh, dominating the TV, but that has changed in recent years with AEW, AEW every Wednesday night, just like tomorrow night on TBS plus every Friday night on TNT. And we've grown so quickly and uh, become a great alternative to the wrestling fans. I think we're like the Pepsi of pro wrestling uh, a great challenger brand to the established leader. And, uh, you know, the show we have in Dayton tomorrow night on TBS, if you can make it up to Dayton for the show, I think it's going to be one of the best ones we've had. But for everybody, you can watch it on TBS, and it is just a loaded lineup of matches on TBS this Wednesday night. Tony Khan's joining us from AEW. You guys, you've got a huge roster of wrestlers on board a lot of young talent coming up, but you also have guys that people are going to be very familiar with. Paul Wright, Chris Jericho, Dustin Rhodes, Jeff Jarrett, Mark Henry from Silsby, Texas, who I, I'm kind of familiar with from back in the day. How did you guys go about building what you're doing now and, and you know, trying to prove yourself actually to proven commodities in wrestling and then bring in young talent as well, Tony? You know, it's funny. My friend Jerry Jones asked me this question, and I gave him a pretty simple answer I'll give to you guys. Uh, my friend Jerry Jones, T Tony, that's way cool. Nicely done. <laughs> it was a good drop. It really uh, was. Five years ago, almost you know, almost exactly five years ago, I was looking at the media rights in pro wrestling, and I hadn't committed to doing anything. I was at a party with my friend, who at the time was the president of TBS and TNT in 2018, and uh, at just at a, a cocktail party at uh, Beverly Hills on a Friday night. I ran into him and mentioned to him, you know, I really think there's a great opportunity in pro wrestling right now for the TV rights to launch another wrestling promotion. And I think TBS and TNT would be great homes for this show. And he was interested. And he knew me primarily from football as the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham Football Club in the Premier League. And this is where the idea kind of came up. Frankly, uh, when the XFL launched, that also, to me as a football executive, kind of opened my eyes because, uh, frankly, it was much more viable idea, I think, at the time to launch a second wrestling league. 
given the amount of wrestling talent that was out there and the quality of matches we could put on uh, compared to the viability of that idea that they were trying at the time. And it's worked out really well for us. And now we have this show, just like tomorrow night on TBS and Friday on TNT. We do this every single week. We've done 173 episodes of Wednesday Night Dynamite on TBS now. And I really believe this past month is probably the best month of shows we've ever done, culminating last week in probably the greatest moment, certainly one of the greatest moments in the history of our show. And, you know, it's all thanks to the support of wrestling fans all over the world who watch AEW in over 150 countries now. Oh, Tony, I mean, was it just a matter of wanting to get into something else? Like what drove you to say, okay, I, I was listening to what you're saying, but was there a driving force to say, okay, pro wrestling? Because I thought it was interesting what you said about the XFL and, and maybe other entities. And, I mean, it would be really easy just to kind of sit back and say, well, I got the soccer team and, we, you know, our family's got the football team. It'd be easy to lay back and not do anything. So I'm just like, what, as an entrepreneur, to say, okay, this is what I want. Was that something that was behind you saying, okay, pro wrestling is this is it. This I feel it. I feel it. While it was something that I've always wanted to do my entire life. That was not what drove the business case. There was never an honest business case to me until about 2018 when the media rights for pro sports, live sports had gone up to the point where the TV rights that WWE was looking to get were very high. And I knew coming in as a startup, I wasn't going to get the same kind of numbers, but I did believe I could be a strong challenger in the space as a startup. And that's exactly what we've done. And I just believed this would be a strong business. I knew I'd have fun running it, but I never thought I'd have a chance until about 2018. I never believed it was a viable thing. And then I saw this great opportunity because going into 2019, a lot of big star free agents were going to be coming up. Uh, There was a company, it's called Ring of Honor. Ironically, I actually own Ring of Honor now. I purchased it uh, this past year. But Ring of Honor, a lot of their wrestlers were going to be free agents in 2019, and they had some really big stars who came to AEW. And there were a lot of wrestlers over in Japan. Chris Jericho is one of the biggest names in pro wrestling in my lifetime, and Chris Jericho was interested in joining this. That really helped put us over the top, I think. And since then, we've signed a lot of the other great legends of wrestling, just like some of the ones you mentioned, Sting, Matt and Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, and so many others who are really recognizable all over the world. But then thanks to TBS and TNT, we've introduced a whole new generation of wrestling stars that people watch every week. So it's really some of the established stars and some of the homegrown stars fighting every week in AEW. And that's what's helped us grow. And Tony, your television partners have a big history in wrestling. You know, going back to world championship wrestling back in the day and uh, on WTBS stuff being produced locally that went all over the place. So that's, that's a perfect marriage and a great hookup for you guys, I would assume. It definitely gave us a lot of credibility when I went into the conversation with Kevin. And there was really no other promotion that was viable in the spot at the time. So it made sense to start a new one. And we really, from the moment we launched, we had eclipsed all of these other challenger brands. And like you said, the history of TBS and TNT showing pro wrestling, I think, made it a very natural fit. Some of the executives, when we went in for meetings, the really long-tenured people had actually been there when WCW aired on TBS for the people who had been working there for 20 years or more, and they were able to point to the success and the history of wrestling on TBS and TNT. So like you said, it's a great fit for the fans to see these shows there. 
Tony, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, there's some rumblings about the Big Ten commissioner's job that's open, and with your background in media and a lot of other things going on, is that something that would interest you, or have you thought about that, or have they reached out to you? Anything going on there? They have never asked me about that. That's a really interesting question. I have three full-time jobs as it is. Sure. I, w- I would not be disinterested, uh, That's but that's the first time I've been asked about it, but I, I think it would be uh, – an interesting call if I got it. I mean, it is a really interesting media property, especially with the growth of, of you know, bringing in some of these Pac-12 teams and then understanding that, I mean, you look at the Big Ten, they were the first ones to kind of take every one of their basketball games and put them on national TV. I, I, I do understand you got some other things going on there, but I do think, you know, knowing your media background, it'd be an extremely interesting situation, especially knowing how much that Big Ten network drives that conference. Well, that's a fascinating shout. Uh, I would, if I got a call about that, I would certainly uh, have to think about it. I think it's a, it's got to be a job somebody would do uh, full time. So I'm not sure I would be the best person to be the commissioner of the Big Ten 24 hours a day. But uh, if they were looking for an executive commissioner or somebody on the board, I, I would certainly take that under advisement i would think about that tony any other jobs you'd like me to recommend you i was gonna right say it's, tony <laughs> it's it's not like you need a gig i don't know what andy's doing here well you know honestly andy that's a that's one of the highest jobs in the land you, you know while you're putting me up for that you might as well uh run me for federal office or no something. stay oh, out no, of politics no 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 no, 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 no. no. we want to like you i don't think we want to so. like you you're you're having too much fun tony <laughs> can i get to the other fun stuff Man, please, did I love please, watching! I, I loved watching the Jags this year. You guys were a fun football team. Trevor Lawrence showed everybody why he was the number one overall pick. I loved what you guys did in in bringing in free agents. And can you take your thought process so that Browns fans can understand what you guys did? I know you thought you had some things. You went out and you brought in Christian Kirk. You brought in Zay Jones. You signed veterans. You brought them in to help a team that needed some help. Why did you do it, and do you think it was a success for you? I I do. I think it's been great for us. Uh, We have a great coach with Doug Peterson and a great general manager in Trent Baalke. They both have a lot of history working with analytics, which is what I primarily have done in the NFL. I'm going into my 12th season in the NFL and have been working the entire time on stats and analytics, and that is something that has really grown a lot in recent years. I don't have to tell you fans of the Cleveland Browns that because I think the Cleveland Browns organization relies on analytics a lot. And obviously Andrew Barry and Paul DePodesta and people that work there have have, uh, been working in that field for many, many years, including Paul, who I've known in baseball for a long time. My company, True Media, um, including there for uh, the Cleveland Baseball Club, but also for Uh, really 25 out of the 30 Major League Baseball clubs, we provide data, engineering, analytics services at True Media for many sports clubs that utilize data. And, of course, in baseball, that's such a huge part of the sport. In football, uh, I've been doing that work for a long time, but the most important thing is having people that actually want to use the information. That's what's great. Trent, as the general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, had a lot of experience working with analytics. And that made us a really good fit working together these past few years. And Doug Peterson is the most analytics-driven coach in pro football. You see the on-field product all the time. Who in the NFL have you seen make more great aggressive fourth down calls or more great two-point conversion calls than Doug Peterson? So uh, 
we have a great thing going here, and I know the, the Browns believe in a lot of the same stuff that I believe in. So, um, you know, I think they're, they're doing a lot of good stuff with the organization. Uh, last question for you, just how, how satisfying was the season this year, knowing where you guys were a year ago? And when you had to make the move to switch coaches, how difficult was that for you guys? I think it was. Uh, it was hard. Uh, I know, you know, my dad uh, had uh, made a big commitment there, but I think when he saw that we needed to make the change, he did the right thing. And, uh, frankly, Doug Peterson coming in, I think it's worked out so incredibly well. But I'm not at all surprised. I, it's what we expected when Doug Peterson came in. I expected he would change a culture. He's a winner. He's a Super Bowl champion as a player and as a coach. And really, I thought he was by far the, the best candidate on the market and the most experienced and proven candidate. And he's proven, you know, why uh, he had such a great track record before he got to the Jags. And, in you know, he's kept his winning ways alive. And I, I just think Doug has changed the energy of the building so much. So it was very satisfying. But really, I was so happy for Doug because when the team was 2-6, and six, when the team was 3-7, and seven, Doug never stopped believing. And... He would go out there and he told the team, he told everyone over and over, this is going to come down to the last week of the season. I don't care if we're two and six. I don't care if we're three and seven. You know, we're going to be there at the end of the season fighting. And he was right, and we did. And and we won the AFC South Championship, made the playoffs, made it to the divisional round. And I think Doug's leadership really helped the players. Uh, the players who were here last year, it helped them take it to another level. A lot of first-year players came in and made big contributions, and I think you can point to Doug as the catalyst for everything. Tony Khan, thank you very much. If we come up with any other gigs for you, we'll we'll give you a call, okay? Tony, if Illinois is well, on national TV every week, we'll know that you got the commissioner's job. How's that sound? <laughs> well, that's good. That's good to know. And I really appreciate you having me on, and uh, hopefully you guys get a chance to check out the show tomorrow night. We're on at 8 p.m. on TBS. Uh, live, we do it every Wednesday night live on TBS at 8 p.m. And tomorrow's show is one of the biggest ones we've ever had. So hopefully everyone gets a chance to check out AEW tomorrow night. It would mean a lot to me. Coming out of the Nutter Center in Dayton at Wright State University. Tony, awesome. Thank, Thank you, you Tony. very much. We welcome anytime Thank on our you. show. Anytime you want to come back, you're on. I would love it. Well, I'm, you guarantee I'll be back. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Tony. See you, Tony. Thank you. See you. Bye. Tony Khan, Chief Strategy Officer for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 